Welcome to the Confidence Lounge podcast, where we cover all things confidence in life and business. I'm your host, Elise Conroy, and I'm on a passionate mission to help thousands of women across the world feel more confident from the inside out, because not on my watch am I ever going to watch another woman do insecure life and business again. So if you're ready to become your most confident self, mama, or businesswoman, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. So grab your favorite beverage, get nice and comfy, and get ready to receive today's confidence injection. Welcome back to the Confidence Lounge Podcast. All right, I'm hearing from so many of you right now that are telling me, I don't have time for anything. This is the craziest time of the year. There's just too much going on. My to-do list is never ending and I have no time to take care of myself. Okay, if you're finding yourself in that place where you feel like your time is just slipping away, what we are gonna talk about today is how to carve out valuable moments for yourself and protect this time at all costs. So that is what we're gonna be diving into. But first I wanna know, how was your Thanksgiving? So mine was exactly how I was telling you that I thought it was going to be in our last episode. It was so comfy and it was so funny because my mom actually sent me a message the morning of Thanksgiving saying, is this a PJ and comfy type of day? And I was like, oh, hell yeah. So I understood the assignment, my friends. Let me tell you, I went and pulled out my pink and white and black zebra onesie that I've had forever. I put my hair in space buns. I did my hair, my makeup all fabulous and pink and I was comfy. I put Micah in a little bear suit. We just had the most leisurely day. It was just no crazy crazy above and beyond effort. It was just so easy. We watched football and it was wonderful just watching Micah with my mama. She's feeding him with the bottle and I'm just over here in the food coma in my fabulous onesie. It just was the best day. So I'm hoping you had an equally as fabulous day. I'm hoping that you took the tips that we had in our last conversation and just ran with them to protect your peace because I get it. I know how crazy family things can be. I have a huge family. I married into a massive family. Like literally at our family reunion, there was 125 of us just on my husband's side of the family. That's not including his mom's side. And for me, being an only child coming from what I call the tripod, which is me and my mom and my dad, that's a lot. It's a lot, but I love it. That was something I definitely dreamed of. So I get it. I hope you are taking care of yourself this week to recover. And once again, we are going to find a way for you to find space for yourself in your life, no matter how crazy things are. And we're going to do that in a very, very, very powerful way today. Okay. So I've got to tell you about one more thing before we dive into today's episode. And that is, did you see what launched. The Stress Melting Toolkit is live. If you are on my email list, you have already received this. It is in your inbox, ready to be used right now. So definitely go to your inbox. Make sure you have this. If not, send me a message, soulmakeupcustomercare at gmail.com. I will make sure and send it right over to you. But this is so juicy, my friends. I This truly is like the, the one of the most proud moments I've had since I've started my business because I put so much love and care and intention into this toolkit for you. And I really wanted to be very, very, very precise about what sol- what problem we were solving with this toolkit. And that is stress. You know, it sounds like a blanket statement of what we're solving, but I just keep hearing again and again from so many of the women that I'm working with, they're busy, they're burning out, their to-do list is never ending, they're just buried underneath this mountain of stress and they don't know where to start getting out of that. So I get it because I lived that for most of my life. As I've told you about so many times, I was working 80 to 100 hour weeks. I was flying all around the world. It's like work never stopped. There was no such thing as work-life balance. It was just burnout. It was burn the candle at both ends and burnout. So what I wanted to do was really get grounded in what were the very practical tools that I used on myself, that I have offered my clients, that I have offered people in this podcast, and they've come back to me and said, oh my God, that was the best tool that you could have ever have offered me. That really helped melt away my stress. And so what I did is I looked at the top five tools, and I I put that into this toolkit. And when I designed this, I wanted it to be so beautiful in terms of the aesthetics. I wanted you to open this up and at first just feel like it's delicious. Like that was the vibe originally I wanted to go for with this toolkit was delicious. So when I was brainstorming what I wanted the cover to be, I got this image in my head of a chocolate going into melted or a strawberry going into melted chocolate. Cause I'm like, oh, that just seems so delicious right now. Right. And it's like, girls, we love chocolate. We love strawberries. It's all the fabulous things. So that is the cover. It's literally delicious. That is the whole vibe of of this whole entire toolkit. And then once you open it up, it is so feminine. It is so gentle. It is so delicate. The colors are calming and soothing and tranquil, and they will bring you just aesthetically so much visual peace. I really wanted to be intentional with that because I find sometimes it's like if I were to put out a stress melting toolkit, and then all of a sudden I keep going with my normal branded colors of hot pink and black and white, that that's not exactly calming. So we save that to the end. When I got to the bonus section, then you're going to feel all of the total Elise soul makeup magic coming in 
as you know it to be. But the first part of it is so gentle. And the images that I picked for it are so just delicate and the lines are so soft. And this is an area where I am very intentional. So if you're new to me and you don't know my whole story, I used to develop products before becoming a coach. And so when I developed products, I really was intentional about creating a full sensory experience for you. I was so intentional to the point of if I was putting a product together, and really creating something. I would make sure the inside matched the outside, meaning there was a point where I was developing a very luxurious, rich body butter, and I worked with PhD chemists to create a specific molecule that had a coating on it that emulated the effect of cashmere. So that way, when you put the body butter on, it just felt like the most supple, just melting into your skin, luxurious, elevated experience. And then to match, when I was designing the packaging, I did something with very soft, feminine, gentle lines. And then we did soft touch coating on the outside of it, so it felt very calming and soothing just to touch the package. So I am very intentional as a developer of products and also as a developer of people, because think about the core of what I do as your coach. I'm helping you create a feeling that you want to feel through a sensory experience. We're engaging all of your senses. We're working on you from the inside out. And that is essentially what is happening inside of this toolkit. So inside of this power packed kit, this is stacked. Like this is literally the best of best that I could offer you. I've never seen anything else like this on the market. And P.S. This is completely free, by the way. If you're wondering like how much does this cost, it's nothing. It's free. <laughs> because I wanted you to have these tools now, especially before Christmas, because as we go into this, like what we're going to talk about a little bit later in the episode, we don't have time. We're stressed. We're overwhelmed. We are busy business women who are burning out. So this is going to help you get ahead of this. I want you to almost think of this as like a pre preemptive kit or a preventative kit for you to get ahead of really getting into that stress-induced burnout where you're in that daily stress cycle. So inside of this toolkit, you have five strategies that are going to help melt away your stress in seconds. So the first strategy is all about your body. So this is called the RRU method. You all might have seen me talk about this on TikTok. But essentially what this is, is a quick shift formula to instantly reduce physical stress in your body. The next thing that is in there is the stress melting breathwork session. So I'm going to introduce you to a Navy SEAL breathing technique to create calm focus in the moment and help stop the stress cycle and get you back into control. Then we're going to go into a sensory strategy. So we're going to tap into your five senses to create calm. This for me, you're going to see me totally geek out and go to a different level of excitement at this one because I love sensory approaches to things. I think it is such a beautiful way to just create calm in the moment by engaging all five senses. And I'm going to teach you how to do that in a very powerful way. Then you have a stress melting meditation. So this is really focused on melting your stress and worries away in minutes. And this is a very gentle grounding meditation just to really get your feet back on the ground if you're feeling out of control. And then the last thing that's in there is a stress cleansing ritual. So this is a transformative ritual to cleanse yourself of stress, dissolve the weight of any lingering negativity and mental tension. We're just going to get rid of it. We don't want to keep carrying this. We don't want to feel like as women, we are just carrying the weight of the world. I want you to be able to process through this and get rid of it in real time. So not only do you have your five strategies, you also have bonus tools. So I'm offering you 25 stress melting affirmations that you can literally do in the morning or in your peak moments of stress to help bring yourself down. There's a 10 minute morning routine to create what I call confidence. If you're one of my clients in the CAN program, you're going to know that word well, because I truly think that you can feel calm and confident at the same time. I think that's a very powerful feeling. I know for me, when I'm in that energy, I am supercharged. So I want to offer you that as well. I also have a daily stress management checklist just to hold yourself accountable. So that way, you know, like, okay, I could be doing more for myself because as we know, things get busy. It gets crazy. It's very easy to go to the bottom of our list. So we want to make sure you have this checklist in front of you to say like, okay, what did I actually do for myself to create calm today? Where was I actively on my team and making sure that I was caring for myself to reduce my stress today so I don't have to bring that into my night, right? And then there is a 31 day self-care challenge to help you reduce stress. So truly all all of this is going to help you from the inside out. We are treating you from the inside out because that is where the magic happens. So I cannot wait for you to experience this. You can get yours right now by tapping the link in the show notes, and this will be delivered straight to your inbox. So if you're already on my email list, you're going to have this in your inbox. If you are not on my email list, just tap the link in the show notes right now, and it will be on its way to you in just a couple minutes. So I cannot wait for you to experience this. If you are diving into this, please let me know. Send me a message on Instagram at your soulmate 
makeup and let me know how this is going for you. If you get stuck anywhere, if you have any questions on how to do these different strategies and apply them in real time, I've got your back. Definitely lean in and get the support that you need because not on my watch am I going to watch another woman do life filled with stress, right? Like that, that literally stops here with me. I'm so passionate about self-care. I'm so passionate about helping you protect your time to make sure you get the care that you need so you can truly go out and live your best life. Okay. All right. So let's talk about, this is once again, well, something taking us out of living our best life is feeling like we don't have the time for ourselves. So we get into this space going into the holidays where it really feels like time is this thing that is like, wait, you have time during the holidays? What? Like, it just feels like it's always slipping away or it's just always something out of reach because we're so buried underneath a mountain of to-do lists. So why does this happen? The answer is really, really simple when we actually look at the one definition of why we feel like we don't ever have time for ourselves during this busy season of our life. So it's because we don't have, we have this belief somewhere inside of us that we don't have time. (laughs) You're like, okay, Elise, shut up. That was too easy. Yes, it really is that simple because when we are reinforcing the belief, I don't have time, I don't have time, I don't have time. And that is something that has just become a habitual thought that we plan repeat in our brain every single day it's just going to be reinforced as true. Your brain's going to be like, yep, don't got the time. But the truth is you do have the time. You are, you have the time, but you don't see that you're in control of it. And this is where I find my clients are stuck, right? It's like, they are just in the whole entire pool of life. They are swimming in the shit. They're like, you don't understand, Elise. I have 50 things I have to be at this month. And I'm going to give you a really tangible example of something that literally just came up. It's so relevant. It just happened last week and it was going into Thanksgiving. And I asked my client if I could share this because it is so powerful for you to see you have so much more control than you realize. The problem is we just aren't aware of how to get time positive and how to create a time surplus, allowing you to intentionally create every second that you need to do the things that you want in your life. This is why inside the CAN program, in week three, we do a whole entire time workshop because I see the time issues as being a major source of insecurity for women. It is a major source of stress and panic. And this is an area where we feel as women, a lot of the times very out of control, right? So not having time is a huge source of frustration. And I see this as a big barrier that stands in the way for the women that I work with of getting where they want to go. So that is why I intentionally put a place inside of the CAN program to treat this. Because if we want to feel confident, we actually need the time <laughs> to, to live our best life, to create the confidence, to work on ourselves, to do things that bring us joy. And if we're selling ourselves this lie that we don't have the time, okay, guess what? (laughs) You're not going to have the time. So I want you to do the work that we do in the CAN program on yourself right alongside us. So I want to help you get back in control over how you spend your time because what you say yes to is 100% within your control. And for some of you that are new to doing this personal development work to boundaries, if you're a people pleaser, that might not feel true. And that's okay because there was a point in my life where I felt like that was not true either. I was like, no, but you don't understand. I have to, right? So we're going to talk about that thought as, as something that we need to treat as well. So I want you to think about first and foremost, because the first step when I do the time experience and the time workshop inside of the CAN program is the first thing I do is audit your time. So if you were doing your own time audit right now, if you were writing down how every single day was spent, where every single minute, where every single second is going, what would that look like, right? So I want you to write that down for yourself. And then I want you to ask yourself, am I happy with this? Am I happy with where this time is going? And if not, where do you want to start making changes? So the next step when I'm doing the time audit inside the CAN program is we do a time mapping system, right? So I create a whole entire life system to make sure that you have a more than enough time to live the life that you want, to do your hobbies, to do the things that, th- that bring you joy. So for you, if we were mapping out your time and we were starting Monday through Sunday or however you do your week, you can do Sunday Sunday through Saturday, however you do it, right? If we were to look at every individual day, how do you want to map out your day? So what do you want your day to look like? What do you want your week to look like? Where do you want to spend your time? Where do you need more time for you right now? Where are you overspending your time? And what are you overspending your time on? So the last step of what I do for my time workshop is we actually create what I call my signature time optimization system. So I'm bringing all of my business years of experience because I used to do a lot of work with timelines. That was a big thing. It's like I'm making products that go all around the world. I'm working with factories in Asia and Italy. There were so many logistics to manage when it came to time. And I really became the master of timing. I had to be, I had to be the timekeeper of everything. So I'm literally bringing that same type of optimization to your life. So if we were to optimize your life and give you more time 
then you need it to do the things that you wanted. So let's say you had all of the time in the world. You had all of your surplus. You had more than enough time to do the things that you wanted to do. What would that even look like? If your life was fully optimized, what would that look like? Where would you be spending your time? Where would you be time rich as opposed to time scarce? So these are the elements I want you to think about. If you're in a place right now going into the holiday season where you're panicked about time, if you're stressing and you're telling yourself the story of, no, there's not enough time. And I'm going to give you a very real example of this in just a second. So if you're sitting there listening to this and you're like, okay, Elise, your workshop sounds cool, but like, I have no idea how to do that. And you're scratching your head thinking, I don't know how to do that. Let me just take the brain damage out of this for you. And let's make this easy. Just come join the CAN program today and we will figure out your fully optimized time system together. You can literally have this done and start applying the system in a couple weeks. So if you need that support, join the CAN program today. I'll also link this up in the show notes. So you'll have a link to apply and we can talk about the real reasons in our strategy session, that's the first step in the process of why you don't have time and how to get ahead of this. So that is fully available to you right now. Just tap the link in the show notes and you can get your application in today. Okay, so I want to offer you a couple specific things that I see on top of the belief that I don't have time that really fuel that belief and keep us in this operating system where we never have enough time. We're always rushed. We're always just believing like there's never enough time available to do the things for me, right? And it keeps us in this pattern of feeling very out of control. So I find that there's five specific things that get in the way of the with the women that I work with of them having a time-rich lifestyle where their time surplus is just abundant, where their time positive, right? So I want to see if this is what's coming up for you too. So I'm going to run down this list and then I'm going to go into each and tell you tell you what, how these are eating away your time. Okay. So first is people pleasing. Second is perfectionism. Third is overthinking. Fourth is overworking. And fifth is avoidance. Okay. So let's dive into each of these one by one. So people pleasing. So when you're in the pattern of people pleasing, why this eats up your time is you're saying yes to everything that is asked of you. You're prioritizing everyone and everything else over the things that you really want to do. And because of that, it's eating up your time. And for a lot of us, when we get into that pattern, we don't realize we have another option. We don't realize that we can say no. We don't realize that it's okay for people to be disappointed and mad at us. We don't know yet how to let other people's feelings be a them thing without making it an us thing. So because of that, we keep saying yes to things that we want to say no to. And as a result, we feel super bitter. We feel overwhelmed. We start getting resentful. We're mad that we never have time for ourselves, but yet we keep saying yes to people. That could be your boss. It could be your mom. It could be your kids, your husband, whatever because we don't want to deal with the discomfort that comes along with saying no and putting our needs first. So perfectionism, why does this eat up time? When we are in a place where we feel like everything has to be perfect. So let's say going into the holidays, you want to make sure your house is perfectly decorated and then you want all the presents to be perfect and then you want to make sure the meal is perfect, right? And so you're going above and beyond. You're spending all this time shopping. You're now looking at professional decorators because you want it to look like a Pinterest board that you created. And then on top of it, now you're going down a Pinterest rabbit hole because you've got to have all the perfect meals for your Instagram pictures, right? It doesn't need to be that serious, right? So when we get stuck in perfectionism, we're losing time because we're stuck in a pattern of making sure every single detail of our life looks perfect. And that could be down to our hair, our makeup, our outfit, our Instagram feed, whatever it is, right? Every idea of our life has to be perfect or else we get very uncomfortable. And then we worry that people are going to judge us and that people don't think that we have our stuff together, right? So once again, that's a, that's a them thing. You don't have to make that a you thing. So the third thing, overthinking. So over overthinking eats up our time because we're dedicating all of our time to thinking about every conversation that we had. Oh God, did I say something? Did I make her mad? What is she thinking about? Now we're overthinking every decision. Is this the right decision? Is this the wrong decision? When should I make this decision? What if something goes wrong and it was the wrong decision, right? We're thinking about mistakes from our past. We're like, oh God, I can't believe I did that. Now all of a sudden we're beating ourselves up for something that happened years ago. We're worrying about our future. What if, what if, what if this doesn't happen? What if this does happen, right? And then we've spent so much much time in this pattern of overthinking that we've literally checked out of our life because we're so lost in our head. And we get into this place where now all of a sudden we've thought about every detail so much that we're exhausted, we're confused, and we're living in this perpetual state of analysis paralysis and we never actually make a decision. So how I see that looking around the holidays is, okay, well, who should I invite over? I don't know. She's going to be this. Oh God, well, if I don't invite her, then I'm going to feel guilty and then my mom's going to be mad. And next thing you know, 
you've dedicated hours and hours and hours of your life to just thinking about inviting this one person. <laughs> just make a decision, right? Okay, overworking. So when we're in the pattern of overworking, we're putting in mass amounts of extra hours, going above and beyond. We want the holiday promotion. We want the bonus, right? We're still proving that we are worthy. We are proving that we are good enough. We are proving that we can do it, right? But realistically, are you proving that to your boss or are you proving it to yourself? Because if you really believe that you're good enough, if you really believe that that promotion was already in the bag and that bonus was in the bag and you just had it and you nailed it, you wouldn't still be at work. You'd be at home living your best life. So when we get attached to our work as being a source and a vehicle to feed our self-worth, of course we're going to stay at work later because now our self-worth depends on the validation that we're getting at work, the accolades, the achievements. And when you put conditions on your achieving, right? Meaning I'll only feel worthy if I get this promotion or if I get employee of the year or if I get the bonus. That's a big challenge when it comes to feeling confident because now you've put, you've created conditional confidence. You're never actually going to feel confident unless you're achieving. That is very dangerous, my friend. We've got to stay out of that cycle. And the last thing that eats up a lot of time is avoidance. So what happens, especially during the holidays, is we get overwhelmed and it all is just too much. So then we just check out <laughs> and then we turn to things like Netflix. We're going to like binge a series real quick because that's so much easier than dealing with what we're supposed to be doing. We stay on social media. So Instagram, TikTok, we just scroll in, right? Because that is so much easier than being faced with our to-do list and all the things that need to get done. It's so much easier than being alone with our thoughts and feelings. Maybe this time of the year brings up a lot of grief about somebody who passed away and you're not excited to go into this holiday without their presence there. So instead of actually feeling that, you're sitting there checking out and maybe you're eating your feelings, right? We're doing anything we can to avoid being alone with our problems. And I find this season, my clients typically on average spend two to four, two to six hours per day on average on social media, mindlessly scrolling. They don't know that until they start coaching with me until I do their time audit. But that goes up to six to eight hours a day during the season. Isn't that crazy, right? You're just literally mindlessly scrolling for six to eight hours a day, whether that's interest or interest, really. I (laughs) combined Instagram and Pinterest, Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok, whatever social media site that you typically buffer out on and just check out on and numb on. That is something that we really want to be intentional about. So those are the biggest time wasters. Those are what are feeding into the belief that you don't have time because you're doing those things instead. So how do we get out of this way of operating when we are in one of the most time scarce seasons? Because for a lot of us, that's real, right? So it really comes down to two things. And I'm going to walk you through what I help my client do because the two things that you need to do is A, take charge of your time and make sure that it doesn't slip away. And B, you have to intentionally carve out valuable moments for yourself. So here's how you make that shift. So when you believe in the value of a moment for yourself, it's going to make it very easy to prioritize what you want to do for you. But if you allow the stress and the fires of life and just all these things that need your attention, everyone else's needs, but mom, I need you to do this. Hey, wife, I need you to help me over here. Hey, daughter, come do this for me, right? You're never going to get out of the pattern of feeling time scarce because you're always going to see chores as taking the priority. Well, I have to clean the house. That's more important than taking care of myself. Okay, yeah, you're going to have a clean house, but you're still going to be stressed as fuck, right? So why do you want to prioritize chores over your personal well-being, your mental health, your emotional well-being during one of the craziest seasons of the year? So when you're living in this mindset, this is really a time-scarce mindset. And a time-scarcity-based mindset is the belief that there is never going to be enough time for you. And when you believe that there's never going to be enough time for you, once again, empowering the thought of, I don't have time, there's never going to be enough time because what you think and what you believe is how you create every result in your life. So guess what? If that's your belief, that's always going to be your result. So let's bring this back to the holidays because so many of us are facing time pressure and time scarcity this time of the year. And I want to tell you what just happened with my client. So she was came into session level 10 stress. And I was like, ooh, are you okay? Like You could just tell. Like I literally hit Zoom on and I could just feel that stress and that tension coming through my computer. And she's like, I don't even know how I'm going to talk. I'm so stressed out. Like, I, I think I might need to cancel today because it's like everything's just too much. And I was like, okay, let's just breathe. Like, what's going on? Tell me, tell me what's happening. And we just slowed things down. So I was like, what is true for you right now? Like, what is really on your plate? She's like, I have to go to my mom's. I have to go to the in-laws. I have a work Christmas party. I have a friend's Christmas party. I have a charity event. I have the kids' holiday recital. And I have my husband's Christmas party. And I just can't. And then I'm working 40 hours a week. And then I have to do everything for the house. I've got to get everything ready. And then I've got to get the kids where they need to be on time. And then I've got to buy all the Christmas gifts and have dinner ready every night and give the kids their bath. And then the dog's got to go to the vet. And she's literally just brain dumping. And then it keeps going. She's like, I got to get my oil changed. And then I got to get the car washed because with a road trip, we've got to drive, you know, five hours to see 
see my in-laws and then my friends want to get together and I don't have time for them and I feel guilty. She's like, I just can't. And she literally started crying. And I was like, okay, so we've got a lot going on. And what ended up happening is for her and for so many of us, when we get this much on our plate, of course, you're going to get buried under a mountain of time pressure. So this was her actual reality. And this is what we worked through. We literally spent our whole entire hour in session working through this in real time to get her relief. So the, I asked her a couple questions to start. What can you say no to? What can you combine? What can you delegate? And what can wait? So when we got honest about this, because there was a lot of excuses that came out of, oh, I can't, I can't, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, okay, hold on. What's really real here? We've got to always seek the truth. We've got to be the investigator of the truth because your brain's going to sell you all these ideas and all these lies. And it's going to tell you, you have to do this and you have to do that. No, you don't, right? You're in control. You get to decide what you say yes and no to. You get to decide what hits your calendar. You get to decide all of this. You're in full control here. So what we decided was she was going to delegate to her husband that he was going to take over three dinners per week. He was going to take the dog to the vet and he was going to give the kids their baths every night. So those three things created 11 hours a week. So that was a total of 44 hours in the month of December alone. That is a work week by just delegating three things. Okay. Then we looked at what can you combine? So I asked her, I was like, why do you need to have two Christmases, right? Like, why can't you just celebrate both at your house and then you won't have to travel and you can have your in-laws come to you. That'll save all the complexity. And then you can have a joint Christmas. And she's like, well, that's never what we've done before. And I was like, well, why can't this be the first year of a new tradition? And see, by me as her coach, just challenging the norm, by challenging the status quo, by challenging the normal operating system, it's creating new opportunities to think, well, why not, right? Because for a lot of us, we get so stuck in just doing what we've done, what we've always done that we don't realize this is actually sucking time. This is creating stress. So this is an area where when I coach you, I'm going to show you your opportunities to get back in control and get intentional and start making different decisions to put yourself back in control of your life. So what we came to as a decision is instead of having two separate Christmases, she decided to combine. So she talked to her in-laws. She sent me an update, and I'm so excited for her about this because her in-laws decided they would drive down. They would do a joint Christmas where both families would meet at her house. So that saved her driving 10 hours. That saved her staying a full weekend, 36 hours at their house. So just that one decision alone created 46 hours with one decision. One decision. And then when we looked at what can wait, okay, well now because she's having the joint Christmas, she doesn't need to get the car wash and the oil changed because that can wait until January because she's no longer making the road trip. So that saved three hours. So then when we looked at what can she say no to, she decided to say no to the charity event and send a proxy from her team. It was someone, a junior member on the team who was dying to go. This person was like, can you please send me to this event? I would love to go to this. This is a dream for me. Like it would mean the world. And she's like, no, I have to go. And so when we really question, why does she have to go? And I asked her, you know, like, is this people pleasing? Is this perfectionism? She's like, you know what? You're right. She's like, I'm saying yes to this event because I want to look perfect and I want to look like the most dedicated employee, but I don't want to go. And so by just saying, okay, I'm going to be free of that. She gifted the opportunity to somebody who genuinely wanted to be there. And then this put her back in control of her time once again. And this created another time savings of being at the event. So it would have taken two hours to drive there. She would have had to spend an hour getting ready, an hour shopping for a new outfit, four hours at the event. So that's another eight hours. So in one conversation that she and I had in one hour, she made powerful decisions that put her back in control of her life And in the month of December, she created 101 hours for herself. Do you realize there's 168 hours in a week? That's almost a full week of time that she gifted back to herself. So when I asked her if I could share this work with you, she was like, please, please, because I had no idea it could be any other way. She's like, I was just so in my shit. I was so in the normal way of doing things. I just figured this was it. Like it had to be this way. And I was like, it never has to be this way. So she had the opportunity to look at the norm, to challenge her thinking, to challenge her decision-making. And then see, there is always time. She just got back in control over how she spent it, right? So by looking at what can you say no to, what can you combine, 
what can you delegate and what can wait? And then by getting honest with yourself of where am I losing time people pleasing, trying to be perfect, overthinking, overworking and avoiding, this is giving you back all of your power, my friend. This is going to create so much awareness and this is going to put you back in the driver's seat of your life and give you full control over everything in your life. So when we looked at my client's decision making through that lens, a couple interesting things came up because I asked her like, why did you never do a joint Christmas before, right? And she's like, I didn't want to upset anybody. So she just kept that tradition of keeping things separate as a way of potentially avoiding an uncomfortable conversation. But in actuality, once she had the conversation, everybody was so excited to combine. So think about all those things in life where you've already written the ending to your story. You're like, yeah, I know how that would go. So you're avoiding what could be be potentially uncomfortable because you're like, yeah, I already know how that's going to go. No, we're not going to do that. But look at what happened for her. She was able to save so much time in her life and now everybody's together under one roof making memories. When I asked her why she was avoiding talking to her husband about delegating the chores, she's like, well, he could never do it as good as me. I don't, I don't trust him to do that. And then I feel guilty asking him to do it because he works full time too and he's always offering, but I just, I know I, I do it better. So it's easier for me to just do it. And I was like, oh, so we are, we're control freaking, huh? <laughs> and I was like, what's better to resume control or to have that time for yourself back. And she's like, oh man, Elise, I hate when you do this. I'm like, yeah, because why would we want to continue to do something that somebody else could do equally as wonderful in their own way? And it gets done. Who cares how it gets done? It's getting done, right? So when we talked about this, she was so funny because she was like, I always feel so bitter and so resentful that he's not doing it. And yet he's offering to support me. So she leaned in, she trusted that he could do it. And afterwards she felt so relieved that she wasn't responsible for these things and had support. So that way she could do something for herself during that time. So this is how we do it. This is how we carve out those valuable moments by looking at what can I say no to? What can I combine? What can I delegate? What can wait? And then getting super honest with yourself about where are you people pleasing and saying yes to things that you really want to say no to because you feel like you have to. Where are you trying to be perfect because you're worried about somebody judging you or having thoughts about you, which PS are going to do that anyway. So stop killing yourself trying to be perfect. Where are you overthinking, overworking, avoiding, right? Because that's going to give you back the full power over your reality. So the next part in this to carve out that valuable time for yourself during the craziest season of the year is a critical step. So you have to calendar the time that you need and protect that time on your calendar at all costs. And I'm warning you, this is going to be one of the hardest parts. This is where I see women struggle the most, especially if they are people pleasers and they are somebody who lacks trust when it comes to delegating. So Let's say you are in a place right now. Let's say you did your time audit and you realized an area where you wanted to spend time with yourself is doing more things for you. You wanted to give back to yourself, right? So you want to take better care of yourself. And maybe that involves going to the gym once a week. Maybe you want to spend this week getting a massage. You want to work with somebody like me, whether it's a coach or a therapist to work on your mindset and build your confidence. You want to see your friends for a girl's night and you want to take a bath because damn it, you deserve it, right? So Let's say that's your self-care wish list. I feel like a lot of my clients, those are typical things that come up for them. So let's say you want to do those five things for yourself, and that's going to take you 10 hours per week. So there's 168 hours in a week. Once again, these 10 hours are yours. Nothing can take away this time unless you allow it to. So what's going to happen is let's say you say to you commit to yourself. Okay, I'm going to put these 10 hours on the calendar. I'm going to protect it at all costs. Here's where I see women crumble. Here comes your boss. Hey, can you stay later at work? Here comes your kid. Mommy, can you do this for me? Here comes your parents. Hey, can you help me with this? Here comes your husband. Hey, I need you to do this for me. Here comes the house. Hey, I'm messy. Can you clean me? Right? Now, all of a sudden, you're like, oh, I'll go to the gym later. Oh, that massage can wait. I'll call and cancel. Oh, girl's night. Okay, they'll have to do a rain check. And next thing you know, there goes your 10 hours for yourself. So this is why this step is the hardest part, is you're changing a conditional way of operating, right? You've done this your whole entire life. You've always put everyone else and everything first. So it's very normal for you to deprioritize yourself for everybody else, because that's what we're trained to do as women, right? Like I think about that speech. I always talk about this in the Barbie movie. I'm pretty sure I brought this up last week too, where America Ferrera goes on her soapbox and talks about how it's impossible to be a woman in today's society because we're tasked to do everything, right? Like we carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. We have so much responsibility. Our to-do lists are never ending. So 
in that moment, it is so much easier to say yes. And that's what your brain's going to offer you to do, right? Your brain's going to be like, yeah, that's what we always do. We say yes to everybody else and we put ourselves at the bottom of the list. And what also ends up happening is then people celebrate you. They're like, you're so selfless. And that seems like something we should celebrate. No, I don't want you to celebrate being a selfless woman because I don't want you to be a selfless woman for yourself anymore. I don't see that as an admirable quality. I mean, sure, there's times when being selfless is wonderful and fantastic, right? But I don't want that to be your daily mode of operating to continue to put yourself at the bottom of your priority list at the, at the for the sake of everybody else, right? So everyone else gets what they need and you're over here suffering and feeling resentful and bitter. We don't want that, right? There's got to be a balance. There's got to be harmony. So yes, yeah, so you can be selfless sometimes. I don't want that to be your every single day, right? So when you go into that place where let's say you did put those 10 hours of things for you on the calendar, how you're going to protect that time at all costs is in the moment when your boss says, can you stay later at work? In the moment when all those people need something from you, your kids, your husband, your parents, your friends, whatever. In the moment, you've got to commit to your future self who would be so proud of you for spending that time on her and so proud of herself for honoring that commitment over the temptation to go back into people pleasing, over the temptation to give everybody else what they need and you're over here suffering right? This growth happens in the moment. It's about deciding in the moment to honor who you're becoming. That is how you change the behavior to give yourself the time that you need during this crazy season of life and how to become the you that puts herself first in the moment. This is how to give yourself the life that you want in the moment. And I keep saying in the moment because this is the part that most of us miss. We're like, okay, I'll do that later. No, there's no such thing as later. And that is why this is the hardest part because your brain is always going to pull you back to the usual way of operating. So right now, if you've lived this way your whole life and you're just people pleasing and you're in that mode of believing you don't have time, your brain is always going to offer you that thought. And it's going to seem so true. And you're going to be like, yep, that's right. I don't have time for me. I'll do me later right? It'll be my day sometime. Some point of life, there'll be some time for me, right? Any of this sounding familiar? So if you're used to people pleasing and putting yourself last, that is the solution your brain will offer you. In the moment, your growth opportunity is to say to yourself, I'm deciding to put myself first. That's who I am now. I deserve this time. Everything else can wait. It will all get done. I am my priority in this moment. I want you to repeat that mantra to yourself until you're blue in the face or until you just believe it to be true, right? Because this mantra will help you stay connected to that version of you who you're becoming that puts herself first every time, who believes in the value of caring for herself because she knows when she refills her cup at the highest level, everybody else wins versus the version of you that's giving from an empty cup and running on fumes and keeping struggling to keep it all together and is one second away from everything falling apart. So that's when we are in that moment of just feeling like time is slipping away. You've got to follow through with this commitment to being your future self now. That is how you become the future you. That is how you change your operating system is in the moment. Did I preach this loud enough? In the moment, in the moment, in the moment. This is where my clients are like, oh yeah, I forgot to do that. I'm like, no, it's in the moment. (laughs) Okay. Another area where I see a lot of you get stuck with following through with this commitment is because your brain starts giving you all these should-based thoughts and I have to-based thoughts. So what does that actually mean? So notice anytime a should-based thought comes up. A should-based thought is riddled with shame and judgment and worry about what someone is going to think about you, right? So it's like, I should be doing this. And then all of a sudden you're like, I should be, you know, over here. I should be staying late at work. I should be doing this for my kids. Oh God. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, and you're judging yourself. Who are you actually trying to please in that moment when these should-based thoughts come in? Answer that for yourself. Are you trying to please yourself? Are you trying to please everybody else? Because if you're not trying to please yourself, then that means you're trying to please everybody else. And that's the growth opportunity is then to commit to putting yourself first and then everybody else can come next, right? You're still going to get to everybody else. That's what people forget. (laughs) But the shift is in putting yourself first, giving yourself what you need, protecting those valuable moments for yourself. And then you get to move on to everybody else when you actually have a recharged battery to give from, right? So when the have to thoughts come in, I have to do this. My house has to be perfect. I've got, I have to go above and beyond on this project. I have to do this for the kids, right? Now you're creating pressure. So when the have to thoughts come in, I want you to respond back to your brain with says who? Who's telling you that you have to do that? And is it true? Because a lot of times when you actually ask yourself that, it's like, oh God, 
that was just something I saw in a movie that I thought I had to do. Oh, that was something my mom told me when I was growing up I had to do. I don't actually want to do that. It's not actually you wanting to do these things. It's you feeling like you have to do it to appease somebody else, to live up to somebody else's standard for you. So when we have should-based thoughts and have-to-based thoughts, these will always be invitations to deprioritize yourself and instead prioritize someone else or something else. So another area where I see these little sneaky thoughts come in, (laughs) this is a funny example and this is very relevant for me in the moment. So I'm going to give you an example that I just had to overcome for myself is I should go to the gym, right? So I just started this whole entire eating plan. I'm going back to the gym. If you're following me on Facebook, you're seeing me basically live journal out my whole entire process. It is crazy how much my brain has resistance to going to the gym. And I notice these should-based thoughts of like, oh, I should go to the gym. And then I'm like, oh, but I don't want to go. And then what I used to do is I would sit there and I would overthink it for hours. It would be like, well, if I did go to the gym, what machine would I work on? What would I wear? Oh, I don't have a locker for the locker. So I don't, where would I put my stuff? What podcast am I going to listen to while I'm there? What if someone annoying is next to me on the elliptical? Like literally I would spend hours going down these rabbit holes over thinking. And then what would end up happening is I would avoid it. And I'd be like, well, I'm going to do something else. So I still feel like I'm actually, you know, doing something with my life. So I would do some low value, busy work type of thing. And then I would beat myself up the whole time for not going. And then I think to myself, I should have just gone. Why can't I ever just get there? Oh, I'm so lazy. Why can't I just get up and do it? And then all of a sudden, it would be time to go to bed. And then I'd never made it to the gym because I was so busy avoiding and overthinking and beating myself up for not doing what I said I was going to do that could have taken me literally less than an hour to go there and back. I wasted a whole day. So that is the pattern I used to be in. So where I stopped it, and this started two weeks ago, is I noticed the thought come in. It was like, I should go to the gym. And I was like, no, 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 no. Nope. Nope. I see you sneaky thought. I know where this little rabbit trail ends. Nope. I'm not going down this rabbit hole. We are not doing this because I will end up getting in my own head and blocking myself from getting into the progress that or blocking myself from the progress I want to create. So right away I shifted. And this is the same shift I want you to make for yourself. Anytime a should based thought comes up when you want to do something for yourself, shift from I should do this to I want to do this. Notice the energetic change in your body. When you truly want to do something, you're going to go. And then to take that even to the next level is attached to how you're going to feel afterwards. So what I did for myself in the moment is I was like, I should go to the gym. And I was like, no, 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 no. Hold on. Little sneaky thought. No, I want to go to the gym because I'm going to feel so proud of myself that I follow through with my commitment. I'm going to feel so strong having all this energy in my body. I'm going to feel so energized. I'm going to have so much energy surplus to give from, from the rest of the day. I'm going to feel so proud of myself and my confidence is going to spike because I actually didn't give up. And I went and pushed my myself. And then I'm giving myself the body that I want to have in the Dominican Republic. So future me who's there walking on my bikini on that white sand beach with that aqua waters and be like, damn Elise, so proud of you for going to the gym that day, even when you didn't want to, right? Literally, you've got to stay out of the overthinking and just take action. Take action as your future self attached to the idea of how good you're going to feel on the other side of staying committed to doing what you wanted to do. And a a simple trick that I love to use for myself, and I offer this to all of the women that I work with, is the 54321 rule that Mel Robbins created. So she is one of the number one women speakers in the world. She's a genius. Follow her. She's so inspirational. And she wrote a book called The Five Second Rule. And this book basically talks about how We get in our own heads and block ourselves from taking action for so many things. And then all of a sudden we're shaming ourselves or beating ourselves up. We're not ever actually doing the thing that we want to do because instead we're so lost in our head and shaming ourselves, right? So in order to get away from that, you literally just say, oh, I want to go to the gym. Five, four, three, two, one, go. You don't do anything else. You just get up and do it. And I think that is the most genius way to create confident action now, right? Like that is what I love to teach inside the CAN program. That is the easiest trick that I can give you. You just go. You don't overthink it. You don't get in your head because when you're in your head, you're dead. You just get up and do the damn thing that you want to do. Adopt the no such thing as later mindset. And then on top of it, once you do that, you're going to reap the benefits of following through for yourself. And in in turn, when you actually follow through for yourself, two things happen. You build trust and you build confidence from staying committed and you achieve your goal, right? Beautiful thing. So I want you to shift in from, if you have those should-based thoughts for yourself of like, oh, I should decorate my house really nice for Christmas, says who, right? And then if you say, okay, actually I do, I really want to, 
Okay, so now instead of shaming yourself and saying like, I've got to do this, right, and creating all this pressure, you're like, I actually want to do this, and this is going to be really fun, and I'm going to make it a family affair, right? And you think about how beautiful it's going to be the day of and Christmas with everyone celebrating in that beautifully decorated home, and now it becomes an exciting thing, not a pressure-filled thing that ends up being painful to go through. So... That is a way to shift out of this cycle. So I want you to be on to yourself. If any should-based thoughts, have-to-based thoughts come up, just question them. I love to be the investigator of our thoughts, right? I think uninvestigated thoughts are one of our biggest success killers. So investigate all of those thoughts. Really ask yourself why. I love why as the beautiful, beautiful vehicle to your truth. Okay. One last tip. So if you are new to putting yourself first and you are new to actually creating time for yourself, this is a new thing for so many of us who have identified as busy people for so long. I want you to start small. I gave you the example earlier of carving out 10 hours for yourself. That might be way too much to start with. I find if I were to make that recommendation to some of my clients who are super busy, working crazy jobs, have families to manage, right? There's a lot going on 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 their plate. If I were to recommend that to them, they would pass out. They would be like, absolutely not, right? So if you're in a place where you are new to putting yourself first and you are in a place where time scarcity is real, I want you to start with 10 minutes, 10 minutes a week. 10 minutes a week. I know you can do that. Once again, we have so many hours in a week. Guess what we have more of? Minutes. You can pull out 10 minutes a week for yourself. And then I want you to protect that time and follow through no matter what. That could be 10 minutes to go on a walk around the block, to go get yourself a Starbucks, to go dance in your room where where no one's watching just to get some energy out, right? To journal, to meditate, to just go sit outside in nature and have some mental stillness. Whatever would feel good to you to recharge your battery, just commit to 10 minutes in one week. And then maybe next week you do 20. And then maybe next week you do 30. And then you can work yourself up to that 10 hours a week, right? Because that's where I live in my reality now. Like even on the other side of becoming a mom, owning a business, being the primary caretaker for my parents, managing a household, being a wife, being a friend, all the never ending things that I'm tasked to do every single day, right? I protect my peace. I protect my time at all costs because in order for me to show up in all those other areas, in order for me to be my best self as my as being a mom, as a wife, as a friend, as a caretaker, as a business owner, as a coach, as a podcast, you know, leader for you, right? Like I have to protect my time and my peace. So only I can do that for myself. Only you can do it for you. And the beautiful thing is once you start protecting your time, whether that is 10 minutes or 10 hours, you're going to gain so much self-trust and confidence and self-love. It is going to build at the highest level. You're going to feel so good for following through and carving out those valuable moments for yourself. And what this is going to do is retrain your brain to see your time as something valuable that needs to be prioritized. This is such a beautiful shift, right? Because your brain's going to be like, oh my God, when I spend 10 minutes on me, I feel so much better. Oh, when I spend 10 hours on me, I just feel beyond luxurious and this is me living my best life, right? So that is how it's done, my friend. So let's do one final recap. You're going to take control over your time by doing your time audit, delegating, and saying no. Then you're going to protect your time by putting it on the calendar, focusing on it, and deciding as future you, staying away from any should or have to-based thinking, and using the 5-4-3-2-1 rule to shift you out of overthinking and procrastination and into action. Then your final step is to attach to who you're becoming and think of how incredible you are going to feel when you honor your time commitments to yourself. So think of becoming future you now. This is how it's done. Amazing. We got a lot to work with here. Are you going to protect your time? Okay. (laughs) If you have any questions on how to apply these steps that I've given you, please send me a message on Instagram. Or if you get into a space where you are trying to overcome these should-based or have-to-based thoughts, just shoot me a DM at your soul makeup. I'll help you work through this in real time. And if you know this is an area of your life where you need focused support, join the CAN program. In less than 90 days, we're going to get your time in check and shift you into operating as the woman who always puts herself first because she sees the value of her own care. You're going to create that beautiful time surplus, allowing you to have more than enough time and space to finally do the things that you want to do. So no more deprioritizing yourself, your hobbies and your things that bring you joy are going to come first. And you're going to get full control over your time via a secure decision-making process that I will teach you. And this takes all the brain damage and overthinking out of decision-making. So learning this one thing alone will change how you operate for the rest of your life, both personally and in business. It's going to create so much ease 
ease and efficiency, that is truly what lives right on the other side of learning that quick shift decision-making formula. So this is powerful shit that will literally create so much time in your life because you're not going to be stuck in your head overthinking. So to join, tap the link in the show notes. You're going to be taken to my application page where you're going to pick your time for our one-to-one strategy session. That's something I gift everybody who's considering doing the CAN program. And then you're going to fill out your application. And then I'll call you and we'll talk about, I I love to think of the strategy session as just a beautiful conversation about where you want to go and if I'm the right person to help you get there. And if no, that's okay too. We still get to be besties on Instagram and I still get to give you all the free tools here on the podcast to help you live your best life. So why not take the chance and get the support that you need? You deserve it. It is time. All right. We will be back next month. I'm so excited for you to experience what is going on. And if you're in a place right now where I want to offer you one final thing. Sorry, this just popped into my head. If your brain is thinking, I don't have the time to work on myself, I want you to, I want to challenge this. I just had this idea as I was literally going down to sit and write, write this podcast because I've noticed this comes up for so many people. I want you to challenge this, right? So if you're thinking right now, I don't have time to work on myself. I don't have time. Let's say you want to do the CAN program. Let's, and you're thinking, I don't have time to do this right now. What if you did have time? What if the best time to get started is when you have a full plate? So my entire focus as your coach is to help you manage what's on your plate, just like what I, the example I gave you about my client earlier, right? And help you streamline your life in a way that helps you get time back for yourself. So when you're in that pattern of waiting for a time when you're less busy to start a new habit or change your way of operating or, you know, revamp a behavior or make your growth your focus, what that shows me is that you're someone who's trapped in the idea that there's the right time. The right time happens when you decide it is the right time. So the right time only exists in your mind. Waiting to be less busy is a mistake that is keeping you farther away from you growing into who you want to be. So if you truly want change, the best time is to start now. So whether that's joining the CAN program, whether that's doing the exercises I just gave you, whether that's reading a self-help book that you're going to get on Black Friday, right? When you're busy, to me, that's one of the best times because you're going to learn how to make it happen for yourself in the most challenging conditions. And it will finally stick because if you know that you can do it amidst the busyness and the chaos, you're going to cement that growth in a way that lasts a lifetime. So busyness is a mindset that invites you to deprioritize your growth every single time. So if you learn how to make yourself and your growth a priority in the busiest of seasons, that's when your new habits and your way of operating that you're shifting becomes a non-negotiable. And you start showing up for yourself in a way that you didn't even know that you're capable of. So don't let your brain sell you this lie that you're too busy, that you're not ready, that you need, you know, more time and space, right? Or that you don't have space to work on yourself because these are all just limiting beliefs that are keeping you from being who you want to be right now. Okay. My beautiful friend, I just went on a tangent. Sorry. I just was thinking about that and I was like, wait, I need to tell you about this. So make sure you get your stress melting toolkit. It's totally free. You can tap the link in the show notes to get yours now. And I will be back next week. We are going into a new monthly theme to help you end the year feeling incredible. You are going to love the month of December because we are putting the focus on increasing your emotional wealth. Have you ever even heard of this term before? I know we've talked about it on the podcast. I definitely talk a lot about this on social media, but you're going to be the expert in this by the end of next month after the next four episodes that are coming. So I have a beautiful podcast lineup packed with fresh new ideas, guest experts, and tools to support you in becoming your most emotional, wealthy self. So get ready. So much good is coming your way, and I will be back with you next week. All right? Carve out those valuable moments for yourself because you deserve them. Oh, hey. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If this helps you, I would love for you to share the gift of confidence with a friend because this is how we all grow. So share this with your girls, a coworker, a fellow mama, or your fam on social media because we all need support in our confidence journey. So sharing can help us heal, feel better, and take steps to grow now. Also, I'd love if you would drop your rating in. Ratings and reviews help me so much more than you realize. And if you found yourself listening today and thinking, I need professional support, I would love to invite you to join the CAN program where I will teach you how to take confident action now. If increased confidence is what you want, this is multiple months of dedicated you time where we will do the deep work on you to create your most confident self, both personally and professionally. Because once you know how to generate the feeling of confidence from the inside out, the possibilities become endless and your results become inevitable. This is the most valuable investment you will ever making yourself. And I cannot wait to see who you become on the other side of doing this work on you. So visit me at soulmakeup.com to learn more or come be my bestie on Instagram. You can find me at your soul makeup. See you next time.